This is a Soulfire production. Joe Biden sexual assault. Yeah. All right. That's what we're here for. Joe Biden's sexual assault allegations. He, well over a month after uh, this became extremely public, finally answered a few questions. So they had plenty of time to put together some kind of uh, statement or game plan um, to, uh, to handle this. I guess is what you can call this. Now he sat down on uh, on Morning Joe this morning, and here's the funny thing too. I was like, "Oh, I'll pop up. I'll pop up this morning and check out um, Morning Joe and see what's up." And I got up at six thirty a.m. here in uh, beautiful Denver, Colorado, and well, I got up early, six thirty, as I said. And it, it had already happened. <laughs> it had already happened. Now that's on me. I should have I should have known what time it was going down. But I was like, oh, I'll, I'll check this out. This will be great. I'll watch it live, and um, and then rewatch it and and see what I think about this whole situation. But they decided to do it. Well, probably maybe eight a.m. on the East Coast or something like that. Maybe seven thirty a.m. on the East Coast. So most of America was um, not watching Morning Joe especially during a quarantine when everybody's sleeping the fuck in. Um, but we're going to get into some of this stuff here because I feel like they did a decent, a decent job um, interviewing him. And I'm going to play the last, oh, about the last nine minutes of the interview, which I feel like is the most pertinent part because she really just asked the same question over and over again at the beginning, right? It's like the same thing as she asked it a bunch of different ways. And then we get into some of the challenging questions, and you can see that Joe gets a little bit flustered. A little flustered, but that's all we're doing on this little Friday quickie here. Uh, quick announcements. If you dig the show, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, and um, your thoughts in the little box for words. And share the show if you're into it. I think we're doing a pretty good job over here of uh, sharing information, trying to get the news a little faster. And find out where news comes from. Where's the origin place of news? I don't know. But I'm working on it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not YouTube. Coming up next week, we will be ta- we'll be talking about Alex Jones, which will be very exciting. So don't miss that. He said some pretty crazy wild stuff, as Alex Jones does. And it makes me very happy because I love playing you guys some Alex Jones. And, uh, yeah. So, oh, what else was I going to say? Yeah. Here's what we're doing. I'm um, going to be doing more shows per week. So uh, right now I'm game planning that out. I've 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 teased it a little bit. Um, I know I've got you uh, semi erect for the new for the new content, but um, new shows coming soon. I'm thinking I'm thinking Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It gives me days to research, days to get things together, and um, yeah, I like that idea. I like that plan. So be ready for it. Do you have any thoughts? If you have any stories. Anything that you want me to cover, and I've had this happen a few times, it's actually been very helpful. Shoot me a DM at Connor Wanders on Instagram, and uh, we'll we'll see what you got, see what you're working with. 
All right, so let's just get to Joe Biden. Like I said, we're going to play nine minutes of things. I might stop it a little bit, give some commentary, give some thoughts. Um, but uh, this is important, and I hope we get to see more from him on this because I don't think this is going away. Uh, we were – she kind of jumps in here talking about the Kavanaugh hearings with uh, Christine Blasey Ford and how Joe had come out and said that women need to be heard and not victimized for uh, standing up and, and sharing their story. So – that's where we pick this thing up, and let's do it. But Mr. Vice President, as it pertained to Dr. Ford, everyone wanted, high-level Democrats said she should be believed, that they believed it happened. You said if someone like Dr. Ford were to come out, the essence of what she is saying has to be believed, has to be real. No. Why? And no, what I said, it has Why to be. Why is it real for Dr. Ford, but not for Tara Reid? There, because the facts are that, look, she, I'm not suggesting she had no right to come forward. And I never, and I'm not saying any woman, they should come forward. They should be heard. And then it should be investigated. It should be investigated. And if there's anything that makes it, that is consistent with what's being said, and she makes the case or the case is made, then it should be believed. But ultimately, the truth matters. The truth matters. It's period. I fought my entire life to change, to change the whole notion of the law and the cultural sexual uh, around the culture on sexual assault. And I fought to strengthen and protect the process for survivors. I believe we've come a long way and we have a long way to go in this system before we, in fact, are in a position that there's a fair and unbiased view. But at the end of the day, it has to be looked at. These claims are not true. There's no cooperation. I mean, they're not true. Mr. Vice President. I don't know what else I can uh, say to you. Well, uh, I'm going to try and ask many different ways. Uh, I want to jump in here real quick. And um, <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan has a, a bit from one of his specials, and he's talked about it on the show quite a bit. Um, you know, if you're scared of gay people and you're homophobic, you're probably secretly just scared of what dicks might taste like. That's really the issue. And I think if maybe if you fought your whole career to seemingly reshape the way that sexual assault is uh, is perceived and handled, maybe there's a little guilt in there. Maybe just something to think about. Something to think about. I don't know. I don't know, but it is something to think about. Let's continue. Uh, Stacey Abrams uh, said during the Kavanaugh hearings, I believe women, I believe survivors of assault should be supported and the voice is heard. Kirsten Gillibrand tweeted, do we believe women? Do we give them the opportunity to tell their story? We must be a country that says yes every time. They now both support you. Nancy Pelosi falls into this category too, as well as many other leaders in the Democratic Party. Are women to be believed? Are women to be believed unless it pertains to you? Yowza. <laughs> Look, women are to be believed given the benefit of the doubt. If they come forward and say something that is that they said happened to them, they should start off with the presumption they're telling the truth. Then you have to look at the circumstances and the facts. And the facts in this case do not exist. They never happened. And there's so many inconsistencies in what has been said in this case. So yes, look at the facts. 
And I assure you, it did not happen, period. I want to remind you before we get into the rest of this that he said, this is a quote, look at the facts. Let's continue. Period. But why is it different now? Do you regret what you said during the Kavanaugh hearings? What I said during the Kavanaugh hearings was that she had a right to be heard. And the fact that she came forward, the presumption would be she's telling the truth unless it's proved she wasn't telling the truth. Or not proved, Are unless it's clear from the facts surrounding it, it's not the truth. As we... Look, this uh, is a very... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. No, no, that's all. As we await for the records from the National Archives, are you absolutely certain, are you absolutely positive there is no record of any complaint by Tara Reid against you? I am absolutely positive that no one that I'm aware of ever has been made aware of any complaint, a formal complaint made by or a complaint by Tara Reid against me at the time this allegedly happened 27 years ago or until the, I announced for pre well, it was, I guess it was in April or May of this year. Okay, we gotta we gotta pause that for a second. I'm completely aware, or I'm completely certain that I'm not aware that anyone was aware of blah 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 blah. That's, I mean, that's dancing around something, man. That's dancing around something. I am completely certain that I'm not aware that no one was aware that I know of. Come on, dude. Be straight up. Is that so much to ask? Fucking own your shit. All right, anyways, let's go. I know of no one who's aware that any complaint was no made. No one that's aware. I've got two more Nor questions. Has the first. Okay, please. Go ahead. The first is no, no, about your University of Delaware records. Do you agree with the reporting that those records were supposed to be revealed to the public and then they were resealed for a longer period of time until after you leave, quote, public life? And if you agree with that, if that's what happened, why did that happen? Because, look, this is really important. So the University of Delaware docu documents that were supposed to become public were not. And maybe there's something in there. I don't know. But this is where she really pressures him in a way that I think was um, helpful and important. Let's see what she has to say and what he has to say. The fact is that there's a lot of things that of speeches I've made, positions I've taken, interviews that, that, that I did overseas with people, all of those things relating to my job. And the idea that they would all be made public in the fact while I was running for public office, they could be really taken out of context. The papers are position papers. They are documents that existed and, and uh, that, that when I, for example, when I go, when I met with Putin or when I met with whomever, and all of that to be fodder in a campaign at mm -hmm. this time. I don't know of anybody who's done anything like that. And so the National Archives is the only place there would be anything having to do with personnel records. There are no personnel records in the Biden papers mm -hmm. at the university. So uh, personnel records aside, are you certain there was nothing about Tara Reid in those records? And if so, I am absolutely certain. Why, not, why not approve a search of her name in those records? Prove a search of her name. 
Yes, and reveal oh. anything that might be related to Tara Reid in the University of Delaware records. There is nothing. They wouldn't, they're, they're not there. And if they, if it's, I, 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 I. Here's the point. No, at this point, when you're when you're accused of something like this, no one really cares what you have to say. We need to see some evidence because she has some pretty serious evidence. Okay, she's got one her own testimony, a couple of people corroborating her 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 or not her testimony, excuse me, her statement, and a couple of people corroborating her statement, and then her mom calling into Larry King Live um, on CNN, and I have that clip on the previous show. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure to do that. But if something's there that could be investigated by a nonpartisan group searching for Tara Reed's name in the University of Delaware papers, documents, what, what's, what's, why not? And that's where, that's, where, that's where we go from here. You know, I don't understand what you're, the point you're trying to make. The point there I'm are trying no to make personnel is records by are- definition. The point I'm trying to make is that you are approving and actually calling for a search of the National Archives records of uh, anything pertaining to Tara Reid. I'm asking why not do the same in the University of Delaware records, which have raised questions because they were supposed to be revealed to the public and then they were sealed for a longer period of time. Why not do it for both sets of records? Because the material in the University of Delaware has no personnel files and it has, but it does have a lot of confidential conversations that I had with the president about a particular issue that I had with the heads of state of other places, that that would not be something that would be revealed while I was in public office or while I was seeking public office. It just stands the reason, the best of my knowledge, no one else has done that either. I'm, I'm just talking about her name, not anybody else in those records. A search for that. Awkward silence. Nothing classified with you... the president or anybody else. I'm just asking why not do a search for Tara Reed's name in the University of Delaware records? Look, I mean, who, who, who does that search? The University of Delaware. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you set up a commission that can do it. I don't Be proactive, know Joe. The fairest way to create the most transparency. Well, this is, look, Mika. She said she filed a report. She has her employment records still. She said she refiled a report with the only office that would have a report in the United States Senate at the time. If the report was ever filed, it was filed there, period. If you could speak directly to Tara Reid about her claims or anything, what would you say? I would, this never ever happened. I don't know what is motivating her. I don't know what, I don't know what's behind any of it, but it's irrelevant. It never happened. It never happened. Well, it's definitely Period. not irrelevant. I'm not going to start sure. questioning her, 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 her motive. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to go after Tara Reid for saying these things. It's simple. What are the facts? Do any of the things she said, do they add up? It never happened. Mr. Vice President, 
stay with us. Uh, we're going to take a one-minute break, um, and then Joe and Willie will join with questions on other news of the day. We're All right. Well, that is that. So, I mean, a couple of things at play here. I think everybody after this finally, 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 Joe Biden is addressing this publicly, and... I want to also point out that there were several people that were asked about this beforehand. Bernie Sanders was asked about this weeks before he addressed it publicly, which I think is something really important to note here. That it was it the, the information was out. The, there was curiosity surrounding this, but Joe Biden got to skate by, and and we have a situation here where Tara Reid hasn't even gotten the opportunity to be on a CNN or MSNBC or a CBS even. Um, the only people who want to speak to her are Fox News. And she's she's declined that because she didn't want to be pigeonholed as a Trump supporter or uh, a pro-Trump advocate that's doing this in order to, to degrade the fucking Joe Biden's chances of, of winning the election as, as slim as they are as, as of now anyways. But to me, I, I look at the whole story here. And even her, her lack of, of, of willingness to go on Fox News that says something about her character, in my opinion. And in the way she's, the, the story, the detail, the, I don't know. I look at the Brett Kavanaugh situation. It was very clear, by the way, Brett Kavanaugh handled himself. He's a fucking scumbag. I believe that he 1 million percent did what he was accused of doing. I think it's shameful that he, he's, he has the... <laughs> The word justice in front of his name right now. I think that that that's that's really embarrassing um, to us as as a as a country. To be honest with you, um, this I can say that Joe Biden is you know from in my opinion handling himself with a little bit more dignity uh, than than Kavanaugh did, um, but at the same time I don't see the media acting with the same veracity over over this as they did. I mean, they let's be let's be honest with ourselves here. Since the Me Too movement began, these types of stories have been huge for mainstream media. Huge. So you got to think if they're if they're not in and, and, and let's just also be clear about this. Stories and accusations that had way less substance than this one does. Uh way less evidence than this one does still get run with on a regular basis. And you have people like the one person that kind of sticks out to me is Alyssa Milano, who who kind of really pushed this believe all women narrative, but is silent or close to silent when it comes to, to that being, you know, put on her, the person she's supporting as a candidate for president. So it really does. It. it it one highlights the lack of trust that we have in the media and how they've really earned that lack of trust. Right. It's, it's, I I keep using the word embarrassing, but I just can't, I don't know how, how else to approach this. If you want to think, you know, Joe Biden, like I said, remember he said, look at the facts. We have a pile of information uh, from this time at the university of Delaware You've got to put a committee on that. If you want to look at the facts, if you want to to, to really uh, liberate yourself from this situation, you put a committee together, probably working with other people outside of your of, of, of people that are supporting your candidacy, to search these documents and say, hey, there's nothing in here. 
that, that can be definitive. I really think that's something you got to do. If it looks like you're hiding anything, that's going to be the one place people want to look. So show it to them. If you really have that kind of confidence in yourself, and and if you, if you're worried about conversations that you had with Putin getting put out in the world, well, you got to make some kind of agreement there. I mean, shit, you're a very powerful person. They could probably figure this out. I just don't understand. Why there's not more transparency, why we haven't gotten more information on this, why this hasn't been a very big story, and why it's just now something that's being brought to our attention. And also keep in mind that the Democratic establishment fucking handed this thing to him. I'm of the belief in what Crystal Ball has to say from from the Hill that they can take this away from him too. And it seems like he's not doing himself any favors at all. So it, I'm curious to see where this is going to go. You know, we have rumors of Michelle Obama being a potential running mate that gives him a re, that gives him the probably the best chance at beating Trump because there is this Ob- Obama nostalgia. Um, also, a woman of color being in the White House is 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 a huge step, and we all know how Democrats love that um, those milestones. But it's it's really it's really interesting to see how this all shakes out. And, and my goal here, as far as putting this out into the world, is just to think about it. Like, really think about what's going on here. Think about the fact that we have two men that could potentially be our president. Either one of them have faced numerous either harassment or assault charges from women. Um, of course, they've denied, and things can tend to go away when you have that kind of power. But, you know, to be completely frank, like, I've been in... I've been in positions of power, not as a senator, but and felt attraction towards a woman and like made a move, not to this point, not to the point of assault. But I can definitely see how if you're used to getting your way and you're used to being a a, a powerful person with young subordinates that fucking respect you and admire you in some way, I can see how that can get fucking dark like this. You know, and I want to be clear that when I say that I've, I've made a move, it's never been non-consensual. It's never even been on on the on the fringes of of harassment. But I can definitely see how someone that's fucking these girls' dads' ages, the Harvey Weinstein's of the world, can put themselves in a position where they get used to getting what they want and don't like to be told no, and respond in a way very similar to what Tara Reid. Uh, to what Tara Reid's account of Joe Biden's reaction was. And and I say that about myself because I do try and empathize with both parties in this situation and put and put myself in their shoes. And it's, I really try and see um, what's going on. But it seems like, you know, Joe Biden is, is ill-equipped to handle this situation. And it, it just seems like he's vehement about, about denying it. Maybe he doesn't even know that it happened because he seems to have lost himself a little bit. But I it's... It's a frustrating deal, and I definitely wanted to drop that in because that is some breaking, some breaking news. I'm curious to see. I would like to see him be interviewed by somebody that's a little bit um, harsher than he is, because you know one thing the mainstream media is going to do is adopt uh, the narrative of his, of his people, of his press, and, and run with that. So interesting all the way around. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, um, I, ah, fuck. There's a lot. There's a lot to think about here. It's confusing. This this presidential race has been a complete and utter clusterfuck, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. But that's what I wanted to drop in here for you all today. That is it. Um, be safe out there.
Think about things. Be critical thinkers. Do what you got to do. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Remember, we got some Alex Jones and some other fun things coming up for you. And I'm sure there'll be some crazy-ass news over the weekend, so we'll cover that as well. Oh, man. Wild times we live in. Wild times. Make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Leave some kind words. We'll see you all next time.